How many mics do we? Government, the other day. Uh, ride it away, ride it away. Funky on the mic like an old magic collar. See, my mind can't remember how many asteroids. Rappers still at heart, and no one's from the old school. Cause rappers still a brand new tool, I say. What's good, sir? Hey man, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling well. Uh, we are. I'm reporting. I'm ba- happy to be back on the same old new school live uh, from at Vocalo. Uh, and, and you, you are, you are in a different time zone. I am in a different time zone. Trying out a different time zone um, in Colorado. We we made the move. As you can see, though, the bird is back, and so uh, we're gonna keep it proper uh, here on the little podcast. How's things in Chicago, man? Uh, they, you know, man, it's always it's always something else in Chicago. The uh, the the police and the mayor they they do not let up. They are firm adherents to the chronic practices of white supremacy. Mm. <laughs> you know, they mm. just they it just doesn't stop, man. Yesterday there was a, a like a 15 year old kid murdered by police in Inglewood, mm-hmm. and there was a community meeting. There was a standoff with the police, and uh, there are also people who took their resistance uh, and, and their anger to Michigan Avenue. And that becomes the story, mm-hmm. you know, and people people are more upset about, you know, damaged property than yeah. than than lives being eradicated forever. You know? Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So Chicago stays on one, man. It's, um, you know, but but, you know, it is powerful to see the the people continue to organize yep. and, and and all of it and it's and it's not just here it's 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 around the country around the world oh so. yeah yeah as we were leaving louisville i mean it it was still going on the, the mayor was being investigated people were still but you know still no justice for for brianna taylor but they have yeah. not let up and now they're trying to just basically you know they're trying to do curfews they're trying to say no more protesting and and the folks the folks will not let up, and the uh, and the and disbelievers will continue to just focus on broken windows. But we know that's yeah. like a weak deflection. That's like a, you know that's that's the weakest kind of deflection and the weakest kind of like oh let's avoid the yeah. issue by talking about inanimate objects that of multinational corporations that are going to be fine. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I had a conversation with a buddy today and. You know, in some ways, like he was asking, like, well, why? Why do people react the way that they react? And I think that that's like one, like a totally fair question. And also like kind of a like almost like a a childlike question. And I think that that's actually like a good question to ask is like, why? Because if you follow the why to the logical end, exactly, you know, it's like it's like you pull the, the yarn on the ball of string. And it's like, well, because there's generational cycles of poverty there is you know systemic racism and all of these things and so these are the reasons why and i think that, i think that that is actually that i i felt that that was instructive then to like like to take on those questions of why because i think it leads somewhere actually and i think that's the in some ways that is an exciting thing about this moment i think that the organizers and the kind of organic intellectuals have answers you know and I think I think part of what I would urge us and like what I tell, you know, what I try to build with, with students on all the time is like what the next step is like we need that radical imagination to unfurl into the public sphere to to actually think about what happens next and how what happens next is radically different from the current 
situation we find ourselves in. Like yeah. our imagination really has to flex in the public space, which is why, honestly, man, like, which is why I think I, and I think, I don't, I don't want to speak for you, but I think that's part of the reason why we stay so engaged and excited about hip hop culture, because hip hop has answered that time and again, is like, what does the public space look like? It looks very different than the public space that hip hop generational folks have inherited. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. You know, it's it's time for building and but it but it's I think a different kind of building, which is that like there I really I, I feel like there can be no further tolerance for the um you know, we just we just see what it is. We see the we see the game, we see that the emperor has no clothes. You know, people say it all when they say oh, but they're breaking these windows or they're looting the CVS or whatever. It's very clear that the the focus and the outrage is, you know, you're telling me what you value. You know, we can tell you that these neighborhoods have inadequate services. We can tell you that these people are murdered and then the killers are not brought to justice. We can tell you all these things. And the response is, well, what about the CVS? You're telling me what you actually value, in which case I, we have nothing else to talk about, really. But right. I value, yeah, well, but my value, you know, so to me, it's like I've been on this tip about like rules, rules over, I'm sorry, values over rules, like meaning mm. that everything is paralyzed. Everything is proven to be broken. So why are we continuing to abide by these rules when really we need to lead by our values like what is it that we value and let's just lead with that and in the process of doing that new rules will get determined new modes and new norms will get determined but just these following of just sort of rote rules just because that's what what you're supposed to do is over man i'm just like not trying to really hear it i kind of have no tolerance for it and i'm and i'm like we've just been here too many times and to your point about the question that homeboy asked um, about why, you know, I think of, you know, Langston Hughes's poem, Raising the Sun, you know what I'm saying? What happens to a raisin in the sun? Does it, you know, does it wither, you know, like a heavy load? I'm misquoting it. Sorry, everyone. Uh, or does it explode? Right. It's yeah. like, yeah, we come yeah. on. They, when did he write that poem? Like in the thirties? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. Like hella yeah. long, like almost a hundred years ago. And we're still here. Yeah, we're going to keep and we're going to yes, keep sir. being here. They said that about the L.A. riots. They said that about Ferguson. They're going, you know, and they said um, that about Selma. They said it about, said you know, about it's Selma. Like, yeah, this, yeah. This is, so anyway, so this is the same old new school. <laughs> same old new school. I'm Bo Clo, I'm Idris Gilman. I'm Kevin Koval. Yeah, it's going to be back, man. We took we took a week off because you were moving. It is going to yep. be back. We yep. have we have a full plate of topics yes we do that uh, we do you where where are we starting man i don't i don't even well, know well we have to talk about you know some and this this I, like we almost did the show uh monday because um there was some yeah. really we got you know some really unfortunate news and and this is unfortunate man because since we've been doing the show there have been like a few hip-hop passings you know and we haven't been doing it that long but uh malik b uh, one of the founding members of the Roots, uh, he was he was the the other voice that you heard on you know the first few albums, Roots albums, you know right there alongside Black Thought. Um, he passed um, unexpectedly. I don't think the the cause of death has been released yet. Uh, he was only forty seven. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it's it, it, we continue to be visited by these tragedies and and some of the greatest poets of our time being taken too soon. You know, yeah. and Malik B is, first of all, you know, probably 
you know, the the second voice in maybe the best hip hop group of all time, maybe the best group of all time. I, I don't know. Definitely you top, know, definitely one top of them. ten, if not top five. Um, definitely top ten. And a few things about Malik B. And, and I wonder, I wonder what you think. One, you know, I know that he was on Organics, but I really first remember hearing him on um, Proceed on on the on the do you, on the Do You Want More that like mm-hmm. first or second track in. And just the way he came on the track, I thought, I thought, you know, the way the way he approached even like the counterbalance, the levity he offered in some ways to, you know, black thoughts, like meticulous density, I thought was just it, it allowed you as a listener in some ways to first get into the roots via Malik B. So that's one. But then later on, you know, I think it's I, I think it's like the Illidel mm-hmm. um, Illidel yeah. record. I, I just and again, man, he said, you know, he says like when I'm in your system like glycerin, fans listening from Michigan to Switzerland. And I just I love I just love the bounce in that line oh, yeah. and and also just that you know. He's yeah. He, in that, on those first on those far. first few records, it's really they're really one voice. They they remind me of um, Run DMC in the way that, that it was a real balance and and it was like they were one voice and the, and and particularly with the wordplay. I mean, it was such they were such a wordplay oriented group, and you know Malik had that distinctive sort of higher pitch. But it was very like it was just two cats who just were in love with with language and just created this very textural kind of sonic lyricism. And uh, my, my favorite song by Malik B is Great Pretender, which is the solo cut on Illidelphia. That's the one when I thought of him, like, what are my favorite Malik B joints? It's it's that Great Pretender, which, you know, is was like on a lot of my mixtapes, you know, and... But yeah, yeah, dig it, cool, calm, collect in my perspective. Search the premises, I leave no clues for detectives. My verbal impact across your back slap. You talk about, you see me, but your vision's full of cataracts. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was he was nice with it, man. He was nice yeah, with it. Yeah, no, Beans very nice was, with was it. No joke. And on a good day, and it was on a good day, it was like, each track, it was like, Malik might take it, Black Thought might take it. You never know. But it all had, it all sounded unified. Yeah, no, I agree, man, and I. It makes me think of, in 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 also a very sad way. It makes me think of Fife. I think of Fife yeah, yeah, in this moment exactly. too. Yeah. Um, and you know, and not that not that either of these men, either of these MCs, either of these poets were second fiddle because they weren't, but they played such an important role in you know two crews that I think you know gave so much to the culture, gave so much to you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't know, man. I, I just, I, I, yeah, made me made me think of Fife as well. Um, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Rest, rest in peace, Malik B, man. And, and shout out to his family and and his friends and the roots and 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 all the fans because it's it's a real loss for for the yeah. music. It's a real loss for the culture. And you know, he he started showing up less and less on later albums, but he would pop up every now and again. And we were talking a few episodes ago about I was talking about that album uh, Rising Down, which is like kind of an under underrated one and he shows up on that album again you know and he he got some he got some bars on like the few songs he's on like he murks like the stuff he shows up he still got he still had it so you know part of me as a roots fan would be like eventually we're gonna hear from malik b again you know he would just pop up so it was really a blow because i was like i wasn't i don't think he was done and i don't think we were done as fans you know hearing from malik b even though thought has taken on such a prominent role as like sort of such a top tier lyricist 
you know, I was still waiting for like the, the sort of belated uh, second gear of Malik B, you know, to kind of, um, so yeah, man. Well, and especially when people get together like that, especially when people yeah. have, you know, when you have that, when you have the team mm -hmm. together, you know, you, you have that assembly of, you know, just, and they bring folks, bring something different out in one another. As, as great as Black Thought is, is Black Thought, you know, the best when he's at the helm of the roots, you know? It's a good, it is an existential question. I, I'll, say, I'll yes. say this, I'll say this. I think for me, Black Thought as a rapper more recently is like, Forget about it. I think the best Roots albums, though, are their earlier ones. Yeah, as a group. Yeah, as oh, a yeah. group. Yeah, as a group, absolutely easy, you know? easy. And well, and 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 that's where the fun was. Exactly. And that's where that camaraderie of the team was. Exactly. You know, and I think that that's important to remember. And it's also hard to, hard to maintain. You know that that yeah. spirit. It's. I mean, it's it's why it's why dynasties are are few and far between. That's right. Know? Big facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, this is. Uh, this is the same old new school with Idris Goodwin and Kevin Koval on Vocalo Radio. Yep, shout out uh, the whole thank squad. you, thank you everyone. Yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in, and uh, yeah, shout out Vocalo. Yeah, and um, uh, this is where we, you know, every week Kevin Koval and I we get together, we talk about the weekend, hip hop culture, politics, the intersections, old school to the new school. This is what we do. It's not a game. Yeah, man. This, I mean, and this, you know, the idea just uh, it came because we just have these conversations anyway, and we thought for some reason maybe people would want to listen. Believe it or not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not. Like, it's possible. It's I know. Possible. I know. We just we we just Idris and I talk like this like very often, like damn near daily, and just yeah. go off on tangents. And so we're like, why don't we, you know, ask Vocalo if they'd be interested they in show. this. Yeah, listen. Yeah. And um, they obliged. Well, listen. So I want to get into the next topic. You know, did you check out? the Beyonce film Black is King on the Disney Plus. It's required viewing in my household. So nice. yes, uh, of, of, of course, of course I did. And did you? Of course, absolutely. This is, this yeah. is, this is a moment. And uh, yeah. I have much to say, so I'm trying to figure out like where we start because I'm sure you've got headlines and I've got headlines. So maybe we just yeah. go back and forth with our headlines. Maybe we pick our top three headlines and we go from there. Okay. There's a ton to say. I mean, there's a lot. I know. Is, it's a the, big, thinking big, about big it project. Is, it's as big as the continent of Africa. Hello. Okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> that's a, not even a headline. That's just a, that's just you're just dropping that in. I'm going to start by this. I'll say this, that I'll start. I'll say that Africa is the giving tree. Uh, are you familiar with the Shel Silverstein book, The Giving Tree? Uh, yes, I am. Giving you the quick thing is basically about this spoiled little boy who just keeps taking the tree is like, no, nah, I got you. You need you need apples. I got you. You need shade. I got you. you oh, you want some wood to go like build a, a boat you, to build a house. I got you. I got you. Oh, now you old. You can just sit on my stump. It's the saddest thing ever. But basically, this giving tree is like, I'm just going to give you. I'm going to give you, give you, give you. So it's basically a, a parable about what what it means to be a mother. And I think about and that's what I kept thinking of watching Black is King, which is that basically it made me think about Africa just throughout history as being this place that has been just colonized, taken from, you know, it is the motherland. And now we're seeing, you know, this interesting moment where pop culture is beginning to embrace, you know, the continent and its aesthetics. Um, and so that is what I first want to just start with is just that continent throughout all history 
being constantly taken from, taken from, and it constantly saying yes. Here, oh, I got you. Oh, you need leaves. You need branches. You need, you need. So that's that's where I want to begin. Africa is a given tree. Yeah, no, that's that's really beautiful, man, and, and really smart, and and yeah, it does not stop. I, I think one of the things that I like uh, in Beyonce's, you know, incredible representation of the generosity and the the all of the resources of that continent is that she does a good job of bridging historic bridges in yeah. a small amount of space yeah. without much explanation. Yes. You know, she is at, at one time like with the ancestors and one time in the in the moment and at one time in the future and in some ways like is also beyond time of course. Yes. And I think like it's just it's such a a deep beautiful spiritual work this this film and this album black is king particularly the film you yeah know? oh yeah particularly um, the film. she's the executive director of it and so yeah. you know it's it's her vision and yeah. obviously she has an incredible team you know probably some of the most you know the most fine visual artists and cinematographers in the world and yeah. you see it you see it reflected uh in, in yes yeah, oscar in, worthy in this project oscar worthy costumes choreography I mean, it's like high level, high level costume design, cinematography, choreography, for sure. Like, you know, out of control. Um, everything is at a highlight. Even even like the even the like jewel that Jay-Z is wearing. Like, you know what I mean? Like everything is just like meticulous, intentional. Every color, every color palette, every shot is like color coordinated. Yeah, it's it's intense. Her uh, sleeping eye patch that says mood. Yeah, dude. Um, I know. <laughs> yeah, and then that song, you know, yeah. like I am a whole mood. Which, you know, for me, it's like I won. I will, I will teach that as a writing prompt this mm -hmm. week. Um, mm -hmm. And two, I, I think that you know that her relationship, her public relationship with Jay Z, is so complex and beautiful and her kids are in here yeah. and blue ivy looks yeah. so much like her dad yes um you know and yeah it's just it's fantastic man so i i i think that that song is is a highlight for me but i guess part of what i i guess is a headline is just this album has hits like it's 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 it has hits um the tierra wax the tierra wax song Kendrick song. One time I took a swim and then I swam the whole way, I didn't turn around, man, I swear. The brown skin girl song, oh, which stop. is like you just want to immediately stop. like weep and play for like every you know little girl in the world. She says she really grew up poor like me. Don't believe in nothing but the almighty. Just a little jeans and a pure whitey. She never dream forever be nobody wifey. Yeah. yeah, I did wish that at the end of it Black Star came out and then it went into brown skin lady. Like that would have been I was waiting for it. I thought she was gonna do it. Uh, but no, yeah. no, no. That it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful it's a beautiful song. Yeah, but you're right. I love Find Your Way Back. Daddy used to take me walking down the street. Daddy used to take my ass and follow me. Which is like earlier in the film. Which to me I, my favorite Beyonce songs are the upbeat joints. Like I like when she goes yeah. hard. Like that one at the end that uh Something about you can't you can't stop my power or you can't take my power or something like that. It's like towards 
it's like towards the third act. But I I love those like real bumping like a you know I mean those are my oh, favorite yeah. Beyonce joints where well, she just like goes hard you know. Well, damn. I mean, her. I think I think a headline for me too is that her you know utilization of multiple rhythms and mm-hmm. different sound like it's it, like some of so much of what she's pulling from is contemporary african dance and hip-hop culture and the polyrhythm and syncopation and the beat structures are different than shit here and she's pulling she's utilizing them in such such a great way and also has many african artists oh, on yeah, that the was record. the best part that 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 probably if i had i mean i have two only two criticisms i'll save the second one for later one was that i could have used more of the african artists actually i would have liked to have heard more of them but maybe but the, maybe that's the point maybe that's on me to go digging now you know because uh they were all excellent they were all exceptional and and fascinating and i was so curious about who they were uh, my next headline is i could have 100 percent done without the like lion king sound bites disney's getting the check like i get it i get it i'm already thinking i'm lion king but it's better it's so different than lion king it's another interpolation of lion king it's ba- like i get it i got it and so it, I yeah. felt the hand of the mouse there. Like I felt the hand of Walt Disney, mm. his ghost mm. hand, just saying, just tell the people, make them what. I'm like, hasn't Lion yeah. King made enough? In, like, yeah. are we good? In like, a, in, like, in like a white glove in which he was also had blackface on? Yeah, for real, straight up. I didn't like any of this. Like I thought the visuals and the music and all of it, it was so intentional. It was so confident. I felt like all the sound clips and stuff were just just pulled me out and were unnecessary. I felt like they were kind of beat me over the head a little bit. And I felt like what she was doing was so much more. I, I, I just wish that more of it would have been left for me to just unpack myself. I didn't need the like Simba. Like, I'm like, what the hell does this have to do with it? You know what I mean? So that was my only that was the only time I found myself really annoyed. Listen, you're a brave man because I would never criticize Beyonce in public. So salutes to you. That's a you're criticism a of Disney. No, that's a criticism of oh, Disney. Oh, okay, all right, all right yeah. fair, fair. No, that's no, not I, a criticism. I'm, I, so, I, I'm I, saying I wanted more of like yeah, her stuff, of, her. of yeah. the songs. Yeah, that's facts. The visuals, no, that's like facts. her vision. I don't need this Disney stuff. And and that was that was the one thing I was wondering is like, what if this had come out on title? What if this had come out? on like yeah. quality streaming service yeah. you know like i mean i get on, it on the rock yeah i mean yeah well i mean disney is obviously global and that's the that's the point of this too is like let's use this global platform to to really embrace highlight and showcase this continent that has given so much to so many for so long and has been abused and raped and you know what i'm saying exploited forever and so that is the complicated nature of it as well, isn't it? Is that it's Disney, uh, but but yeah. but the use of Disney, which is a very Beyonce Jay Z thing of like they understand how to leverage and negotiate, you know, and compromise, you know, um, for the gr- for the greater, you know, impact. The last thing I'll I'll say about it is that it reminds me the whole project, the album reminds me of Kwame Appiah's uh, book and theory about cosmopolitanism mm. um, and and how Africa really is the first site for globalization. Mm-hmm. Uh, that totally. Africa as, as a continent uh, is is part of what really connected the world and yes. diaspora diasporic peoples is what connects the world. Yep. And and this this visualization of it in a very heightened way embodies for me, that kind of theory um, and how 
people, how people can communicate across uh, impenetrable boundaries via music and culture. And, and that is the currency that kind of runs the planet. Um, although people would, you know, maybe think capitalists would, you know, no. colonial capitalists, racial capitalists would think otherwise. But, you know, but Beyonce also said it herself as well, but is who runs the world, Kevin? Girls especially brown-skinned girls from Africa. And Africa but, is the is the motherland who was once a girl. Anyway, uh, but but to this point of <laughs> wow. find, your, find your... Well, and this takes me to my last headline, which is for years, that whole time while, while everyone was calling Kanye West a genius and a provocateur, it was actually Beyonce. Beyonce's wow. the real provocateur because this, what she has done is 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 genius. It is brilliant. It's high level. It's like... And and Beautiful. that's what it and, and it, it it could only come from her. I mean, you know, we think of Prince, we think of Michael Jackson, we think of like other sort of multimedia grand scale, but there's something about the work that she's done for so many years, you know, bringing you know building her her cohort among Black women, that then expanding beyond to to women of all different races, you know, men, you know, you know, trans people, gay, lesbian people, like all we all love. Beyonce and she's always stayed rooted in something very sort of down home, very familiar, but she's a star, but she takes a lot of chances and she's broken a lot of ground. She's very savvy about art, about all art, 360, the way she uses her own body to make a statement, the way she, I mean, she's, she's brilliant, you know what I mean? But, but the whole time I'm like, oh, you're actually the provocateur. We were, we were studying homeboy, you know. And we had it. Nice. We had it all wrong. And isn't that so typical, Kevin Koval? Right. Right. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, are we gonna very quickly, Idris, go and yeah, talk about this E40 record? Yeah, Kurt Commentator Two. Uh, two channel two channel two channel two let's go and real quick station identification you have been with kevin koval idris goodwin same old new school at vocalo we are talking about the week in hip-hop and yes we're talking about an album a second ep from e40 curb commentator two what are your thoughts kevin Cole? are you an e40 fan yeah of course yeah one of the most underrated right easily, i mean easily e, e, yeah yeah um I, i'll tell you what i love about e40 is that I feel like he one you know it's him on a record yes there is a relaxed chat yes. that is of the bay yes um and i love that because it's very familiar you know and it's real it's real storytelling uh you know the connect i guess to black is king is that on this on this ep he has that song black is beautiful social injustice and racial profile 40 acres in a mule black history should be a mandatory class in school yeah. I think is E40 calling for prison abolition. Yes, you know, which is is really really incredible. You know, so I'm I'm a big E40 fan. This album is absolutely like in the like uncle rap catalog. Yes, totally, uh, you know, because he's like he's like you know I think he like actually specifically you know calls out millennials or something like this. The microwave babies in the millennials they rocking with them old ass ways, them ways. Can E40 do wrong? He cannot. No, he cannot. I mean, he's yeah. he's also. I mean, I also say like i was admittedly late to the e40 party one of my one of my really close friends shout out shay patterson i know you're not listening but shout out shay patterson was a really big fan of e40 back in the day and we were all like why you like this e40 e40 you know 
Um, but his consistency, his contribution to slang, I mean, a lot of slang has been, you know, all that Izzo, Fizzo, for The reason why folks yeah. say hella, hella, you know, is, all yeah, that. Yeah, important. he's the slang yeah. master. Uh, but actually, man, I've been really, like, the last few albums he's put out have been really good, man. Really funky. And, like, every that song, Choices, he, he put out that song called Choices a few years back. Ever helped a brother out when he was down on his yeah. luck? You a sap? No. You a boss player? You a Mac? Yeah. Let me hold a couple dollars. No. Y'all still be popping y'all collars? Yeah. And since then, I've been keeping it with output. But yeah, there's something. This album is him trying to be a little bit more sociopolitical. This is like his yeah. Talib Kweli rap. <laughs> Which I'm really feeling. Like I'm, I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead, E40, get woke on these cats. <laughs> I know. Well, because he's he's grown. He's yeah. grown. He's been through yeah. all of it. I oh, mean, yeah. and he really is like he really is trying to talk to people on this record. He's ba- you know he's like giving people choice. Like you could do this, or like you could you could face all this time in prison, or we can think about a different reality for our people, and also we should abolish prisons. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I think it's I think it's a brilliant summation of like what he's done up until this point and him like from the uncle chair, just like sitting yeah, back exactly. and be like, yo, the shit's gotta be commentator, different. Commentator, bro. The, was, what right. a great title. That and what, is and that's hip hop. And, uh, and you're yeah. right. And also real quick, I just gotta say the, uh, it's also on Black is Beautiful, it's great to hear Big Crit. It's crazy how my beautiful skin could get me strapped up, strung up, swung in the wind. Tape I love Big Crit. He's yo, underrated, yeah. and he bodies that song. That's actually a really great song. The funk is still pending is also great, especially for the part where he pretends to be like a suburban white kid, uh, which is like, well. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, yeah. All right. We're at the top yeah. of the hour, man. We got we to gotta wrap it up. Uh, thank you all for joining us. Idris Goodwin, Kevin Koval, same old new school at Vocalo every Monday. Keep up with us. Uh, follow uh, at same old new school podcast uh, here on Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on Spotify by going to Vocalo's page and look for same old new school. All the things, all the things, all the things. Have a good week, y'all. Peace, peace. <laughs>